Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health and holistic wellness. And if you're a regular listener, you know our connection to nature and the animal kingdom is really important to us. So when we heard about a major animal rescue effort in Houston, we wanted to learn more. We actually found out about the rescue effort from our niece, Paige, who flew from her home in L.A. to Houston to volunteer for a week. Well, the rescue effort is being run by the Best Friends Animal Society, which has adoption centers in New York, Los Angeles, Salt Lake City, and Atlanta, and is involved with 2,000 other animal welfare programs all across the country. That's right. Well, our niece, Paige, is on a plane right now flying back to L.A., so she's connected us with Michelle Sathy from the Best Friends PR team in Houston. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Healing Quest. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. First of all, I want to start by thanking you for the great work that you're doing and you and the Best Friends Society in Houston helping uh, rescue these animals and then setting up a pet reunion pavilion to try to reunite them with their humans. This is pretty amazing. Uh, How are you doing? (laughs) How are you personally doing? This is a big, you know, this is a big thing. It's kind of emotional. I'm doing good. Thank you. I've been here for about a week, and I'm just in awe of my fellow staff members and the volunteers from all over the country that have been putting in 12 to 14-hour days at the Pet Reunion Pavilion at Energy Arena in Houston. It's a lot of hard work, but it's just really wonderful to see how well the animals are being cared for, and whenever we have a reunion, it's it's a cause for celebration. (laughs) So. How many animals do you have there? We have a little, like, more than 400 dogs, probably about 420 dogs, oh, and wow. about 110 cats. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a big operation, and it, it sprung up pretty quickly, so it's basically the size of a lot of municipal shelters in an exhibit hall at the Energy Arena, <laughs> and it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's chaotic, but it's also very organized at the same time. So. It sounded like, well, that's what my niece was telling me, that it was very organized, but she said it's also... Uh, you know, the animals are just so sweet, and the animals actually kind of, maybe they know they got rescued. I work with a lot of animals in Los Angeles like your niece does, and I have to tell you, the dogs and cats of Texas are the sweetest I have ever met. Hmm. It's incredible to me, the disposition and the temperament of the of the pets here. They seem grateful. They seem pretty content. Um, they absolutely love attention, and they're hmm. just interacting with everyone with love and joy. It's It's something to watch. Now, I understand the best friends, actually, you guys had search and rescue teams that you sent out right after Hurricane Harvey. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we have several best friends, Animal Society staff members. Um, John Garcia leads the charge in that area. Some people might know him from the series Dogtown on National Geographic. Mm -hmm. And they physically went out into the flood zones and personally rescued pets by boat, by... they're incredible. Those, those are some heroic people. There were three. It was um, John, Ethan, and Meg. So we actually had a woman on that crew, and she's super hardcore, and she was keeping right up, and they're incredible. That's amazing. And I know you said that so far you haven't had that many reunions, in, and yet people are still really kind of recovering. I mean, a lot of people don't even have a house. A lot of people don't have transportation. So tell me a little bit about one of the big takeaways for you in this. Everyone wants to think that they'll be heroic in a tragedy or a natural disaster and and save their pets and save their kids and do everything right. But nobody knows what circumstances someone is under during a situation like this. So for me, it was really important to have compassion for pet owners that did lose their pets. 
and understand that, you know, they just, they're doing the best they can in a super difficult situation. And I think one of the reasons why we haven't had that many reunions, we've had about 20 so far in, in like a week and a half, is because people are rebuilding their lives. Some people don't even have a place to live. And I can't fathom that. Like, I'm not a woman of means by any stretch, but I have a car. I have a little bit of savings. I have a credit card. I could go stay in a hotel for a month if I needed to. And, you know, there are many, many people who do not have that circumstance. So for me, it's just been a real lesson. And also just to be super grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. Because we-, we go through our lives, we're all on our cell phones and thinking, you know, like watching stupid <laughs> celebrities and, you know, worrying about things that really just are not that important. And just being here in the day-to-day immersion of taking care of these pets that are in such great need and watching my coworkers and the volunteers here give so much to loving on these animals and giving them a taste of family while they're waiting for their family to find them has just really given me perspective. um, I'm grateful that I got to be a part of this. So Michelle, are there any stories that leap out uh, to you over the last few days? I mean, I know you've met a lot of people. Is there anything that touched your heart in a way that was unusual? Absolutely. There was a woman I noticed one day, a vet tech that was just violently, stoically working so hard, carrying dogs bigger than herself and hauling laundry around. And I felt really compelled to talk to her. So I walked over and we started chatting and she told me her story. Her name is Carla Waters. She's a vet tech with First Coast No More Homeless Pets, which is one of our partners. And she arrived in Houston on September 6th. And on September 11th, she got the call that her own home and car had been destroyed by Hurricane Irma. Mm. And I just looked at her and I said, and you're still here? And she said, yeah. And I said, how could you work so hard knowing that your life is destroyed back home? And she just said, I committed to this and I'm committed to these pets. Mm. And, you know, I have even more empathy for them now because I know what it's like to lose everything. And I just thought, what an incredible human being. Yes. You know, who does that? Right. Well, you know. Carla does that. Well, that's a beautiful story. And I think that reminds us all that one of the things that's happened with these tragedies, you know, both with Harvey and Irma, is that humanity has stepped up. You know, we've stepped up to be the best we can be in these cases. And so we've seen a lot of compassion and a lot of kindness. Thanks for sharing that story. I love that story. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And we're talking with Michelle Safi from Best Friends Animal Society about the animal rescue efforts in Houston right now. Well, Michelle, you know, I could hear in your voice that this has got to be very emotional and um, and and also exhausting, I, I would think. Uh, how, how long are you going to keep the animals at this, uh, I don't want to say shelter, I guess, it, but I guess that's what it is. What we're doing is we're giving them 30 days to reunite with their families from intake. So if a pet came in on September 15th, they have until October 15th to find their family members. Most of their intake dates are going to come up by around the 14th. At that point, they'll be available for adoption or um, there's other rescue groups that are interested in taking them as well. So Best Friends is committed to every one of these pets and to making sure that they have a positive outcome, whether that means adoption into a home or transfer to one of our no-kill rescue groups. And these mm-hmm. pets will be well taken care of. I'm glad you said that. There, there are no kill uh, rescue groups and yeah. shelters around the around the country that you work with. 
And that's a really important Absolutely. thing to remember. So these animals are all going to be okay one way or the other, whether they reunite with their two-leggeds or, or they get new two-leggeds <laughs> in their life. Exactly. So it's either so, they're going to find their families or they're going to find a beautiful new family. So either way, they're safe and they're getting fed and walked twice a day. They're getting all the medical care they need. They're getting enrichment and they're getting a lot of love. So, okay. you know, it's I'm really grateful that they're here with us. Good. So, well, first of all, thank you again for everything you're doing, but let's tell our listeners how they can get involved if they want to help. So if you would like to get involved, uh, check out bestfriends.org slash Harvey. That is the hub for all things that we're doing with Hurricane Harvey Pets. And there is a section exclusively on the pets at NRG Arena with photos. And you can search it by sex and breed and size and species. So if you're in the Houston area, you can help you know, look for your pet that way. And please share it on social media. I mean, we're just really trying to get the word out uh, to anyone in this area that we are here. And we, you know, it's our greatest joy to reunite someone with their best friend. That's great. And also, you know, people can donate, I'm sure. Then there's, yes. I, I think there's Sorry. a donate button on the, on the website. And, yeah. uh, and, and like our niece did, you know, she got on a plane and flew down there for a few days to help. Some people might be inclined to do that. You welcome their help as well, right? Absolutely. People can also see um, there's a form to fill out if you want to be a volunteer or you can just come to the energy arena. There's a Amazon wish list if you wish to donate specific supplies that we need. And there's also a donate button for funding, which is always appreciated. So many ways you can help and we appreciate all of it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day today with the animals and speaking with us. We really appreciate everything that you're doing. Thanks. You Have take, a great night. All right. Take care. We've been speaking with Michelle Sathy from the Best Friends Animal Society about their efforts to help the many animals that were displaced in Harvey in the area around Houston, Texas. You can learn more about Best Friends Animal Sanctuary and how you can help at bestfriends.org. And I think that Michelle also said you can just also at bestfriends.org slash Harvey, and you're going to get all the information on what you can do to help them. I just think this is a I, – I, I love the story. They're doing great work. Well, up next on today's show, we have details on a very tasty and organic Saturday night that Judy and I had. Uh, We experienced it for a very good cause here in Sacramento, and we're going to give you a little report on that. And don't forget, a podcast of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com or on the iHeartRadio app and at healingquest.tv. And also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're going to have some pictures up on our Facebook page of the pavilion in Houston with all the darling animals. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio.